Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. And I'm Robbie. And today we're going to talk about episode two of Moon Knight. And uh, this was the episode where uh, I'm guessing we saw more of Khonshu. We really got more of the backstory, not just on um, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector's past, but also on uh, uh, Arthur Harrow, the uh, character Ethan Hawke plays. Um, so yeah, I thought this, this episode was a lot better than the first one. We're uh, <laughs> slow down there, Force. We're also going to talk about Halo uh, episode three and what we thought about the Stranger Things um, season four. Okay. Well, I didn't see Halo episode three, so just you know, fair warning. I'll we'll, we'll 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 hear you watch it. We'll hear you drone about episode two real fast because we know you watched that. So we don't want to we don't want to waste that out. And the Stranger Things. Uh... And Stranger Things. Yeah. Boy, does that look cool? Let's see Stranger Things first because that'll be really fast. What do you guys think? That looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love the the Through all kinds of stuff soundtrack. It's going to be uh, two. Oh, I cannot speak. The soundtrack was great for the trailer. Like that is like pay attention to Hollywood. That is how you make a trailer right there. Uh, but I cannot wait to see the in universe reason that guy is playing a guitar uh, in the middle of that hell. Was that uh, supposed to be Billy or is that someone else? It looked like someone else, but it's okay. been a minute since I've seen Stranger Things. My uh, my gathering thing was like he's he's been in the upside down this entire time or something like that because he was like on a trailer playing they, were, they were definitely in the upside down so they've just been the upside down playing. Time. it looked was really it each, cool was it each season of stranger things like a totally different story or are they all connected no i mean season three was like the exact same as season two it's been like, like loose monster. loose continuity right like i mean they're they're all facing the same big bad guy but there's like different things happening each season a new baddie, a new thing happening. The kids are growing up. Well, it was the mind. I didn't see season three. I would, I, I would say it's, it's worth watching. So, yeah, it's good. Um, it's really good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, it seems it's gonna be. It's super gonna be broken up into two volumes, one coming out in May and then one coming out in June. So that's really yeah. I hope it's gonna be like you know, not one's gonna be set in California. The other one's gonna be set in Hawkins. Uh, hopefully they're like it's gonna be like one episode in California, one in Hawkins, or those like be fifty fifty each episode. And don't forget Russia. Oh yeah, in Russia because it's it's gonna be spread across three different, um, I guess settings. So uh, that'll be interesting. And it looks like uh, Hopper's like they're making the, the prisoners fight Demogorgons or something like that. So uh, yeah, so it's like uh, who would have thought Russia could be Russians could be so evil, you know, in this day and age. You know, but like the I mean, anyone who's been story. playing call, anyone who's been playing the Call of Duty franchise for the last twenty years. Yeah, well, you know, luckily Russia's a lot better now. <laughs> he says sarcastically, "Our hearts and prayers go out to the people in Ukraine." Yeah. Um, what do you guys think would be the outcome if Ukraine had a master chief? Look at that fucking segue. Give me a I still haven't episode three, but um, I don't know. I mean, to stay on Stranger Things, um, I, I'm kind of wondering what that thing is at the end with like uh, all the things sticking out of its back. Oh, I was I was wondering what everything was the entire uh, <laughs> the entire trailer. What is that? Down for some reason, uh, we know that Eleven loses her powers. I hope they bring back Kali, her sister. Does she I mean, lose her powers? What, what were her powers? You know, the force. She had the force and the nosebleeds. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, uh 
she had that I've, conversation. There was the narrator overview or the the narration. I, I might have to catch up on. I might have to catch up on Stranger Things. I thought they were all like yeah. separate seasons. Hey, we can rewatch season three together. Um, we just have What's to see it? episode eight. Yeah. So I, I hope they at least bring back. Um, who was her dad in the first? She's not her dad, but you know, who's your doctor. daddy? I have no idea. Doctor Brenner, I think. Hopefully, he comes back, and hopefully, uh, Kali comes back. I, mean, I know everyone hates that episode, but it would just be like a shame to like you know not bring back that plot thread. Um, well, that was supposed to be. That was they were backdoor pe- testing a pilot. Yeah, I think they were off. trying to get a spinoff going, and like everyone hated that episode. They're just like, nope. Yeah, that fastest way to kill a spinoff. But I have have it star Joey Fatone. I like it being its own. I like it being its own universe. Like you know, I mean, I I imagine like when they finish up season five, they're gonna do a some sort of spinoff. You think there's gonna be like a like an it type of situation where it comes back in thirty years and they're all adults? Maybe they can do like a prequel with um, Hopper and uh, Will Byers' mom in the sixties. The fifties? I think in the sixties, right? Because he went to Vietnam. 60s could be fun. Yeah, so they're just like, you know. Unless he's in Vietnam when it's happening. Well, that would be like, you know, mid 60s. But yeah, I mean, from what I understood, he was in Vietnam and uh, that they have him in the first so episode and then right you never see him again. So. But um, I don't know. We'll see. It looks good. I'll definitely watch it. I mean, Netflix needs a win after Jupiter's Legacy and Cowboy Bebop got both that canceled after one season. So. Um, <laughs> You know, basically they have like, uh, like Stranger Things and uh, Mindhunter. I mean, not Mindhunter, but Ozark. Oh, but Mindhunter looks like it might be coming back for season three, so that's exciting. Yeah, nothing's. I don't think uh, date. Nothing's concrete, but at least like they're talking about it. Things. So it's not like you know. I don't even think it's been announced. They just they're working on it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll watch Ozark. I think season four, season four, part Post two is coming out this month. Have you seen Space Force? Space Force is great. I can get into it. Uh, season two, season two is especially funny. Like my wife didn't like season one. She loves yeah, it was, season two. That, that's it was, the it Star Trek spinoff, right? No, uh, no, no, that's oh no, that's the the oh yeah, the guy from the Office. Yeah, yeah, Isn't, yeah, yeah. I, I watched, I watched a few episodes of it. The well, second season's I, a lot more laugh out loud. It's a lot less like sat, to get like satire of like bureaucracy and government. It's very anti-Trump administration, but now the Trump administration is gone. It's sort of like, uh, I'm sure you can find his own identity, but basically the whole uh, show is just a, a middle finger to Donald Trump. <laughs> because he's the one who's in, initiated the Space Force program. And basically like he's getting tweets from Trump throughout the series, like saying like, let the general get the the thing of duty, you know, give the general the thing he asked for, or something like that. So, like, you know, it's like it's like basically like being an actual employee. Of Donald Trump is like the worst job ever. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, Stranger Things before I watch it. Let's get into, let's eclipse this conversation and talk about Moon Knight. Um, okay. As he avoids Halo as much as he can. <laughs> no, that's okay. We'll save Halo. I mean, I yeah, because Halo told you, I know, Morris has I know. some you didn't skating. Watch it. Yeah, he, he, uh, but he's got some opinions. He's seen episode two, so we can we can get his opinions on episode two, and then you and I can talk about episode three. But let's dive into Moon Knight, which can, is yeah, really Moon Knight. Episode really two was really good. Yeah. Big First difference off, from episode one. Did you guys know that Steven was the uh, alternate identity and not Mark? Like that was a really good like kind of twist for episode two. Like the first whole episode, you think Steven's like 
the normal guy. You know, he's got a mom, even though he's only getting her voicemail. And, and you know, Mark's this intruder. But it's the other way around. Mark's like the guy with the wife in the background. And Steven's like this alternate personality. Yeah, so um, it seems like Steven's going to be in the backseat for a while, which I think is good because he was getting annoying. <laughs> um, like, I get it. Like, you don't want to fight but you're literally being chased by jackal monsters and you kind of need to defend yourself so you need to let what do you think about i thought that was a great way to nod to like to, to sneak in that um mr knight uh suit yeah i don't i think i read the uh warren ellis run and i didn't really understand like the whole point of that like apparently it's a different personality yeah, you see how it's any different than the regular Moon Knight personality besides it's just a suit instead of a cape. It's um, it's like the part of like New York that he's in, or the part of like wherever he's patrolling, like the cops don't like wear a suit. It wasn't uh, really, it wasn't really like, so really like he does like more detective. Work. It's like basically just a different costume he's wearing. But um, I really liked the fight how they how they snuck that in. Like that was really good. I was curious how they were gonna have. Yeah, it was done. It was done for fan service, but you know. Uh, well, I thought it was fan service done right. Yeah, this is basically like you know, if you say suit. That suit looked good. I might, I might do that for Halloween. That was a good, good thing, looking suit. Good thing he didn't say like mime as he was falling. He would have been like in a mime costume, the mask. So it just seemed like whatever random thing he said, he he, he turned into the power of Kanchu. So if he said like you know ninja, he would have been like in a, a white ninja garb. Speaking of the power of Kanchu, I love that the most he can do is just blow wind. Yeah, I like that he's like basically powerless and he can only work through his avatars. So I thought that was an interesting uh, detail. Um, and it really shows like, wow, how much like he needs Mark, but Mark needs him. And I really like that like Kanchu is sort of like a, a, a dick in this too. So it's sort of like, yeah. who's the real bad guy? You think your body belongs to you? Oh, oh, oh. Um, F. Murray Abram is amazing. He, I think he's really good as Kanchu. Yeah, I mean, I really only know him like Scarface and uh, Amadeus, but I think he like won an Oscar for Amadeus. So like, you know, he's definitely got the chops. Uh, he was also in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I haven't seen that. But you know, he's like once you win an Oscar, you're, like you know, you know, you, you get pretty much like a free pass to be in a lot of other good stuff. So, um, but yeah, uh, he's he's great. Um, I'm trying to remember where else would happen. I, I really like that. Um, I'm just thinking about his wife. His wife, yeah, I guess we talk about his wife. Uh, she was in this. Um, she existed, and he didn't really leave an impression beyond the fact that um, they're married. And um, that was about it. She didn't really leave a whole big impression on me. You know, um, I really was more interested in Ethan Hawke's character. We found out that um, he was the former Moon Knight. So let's uh, let's let's talk about that in a second. Let's skip ahead to like the end with this Ethan Hawke here, this Arthur Harrow. Um, Moon, Moon Knight loses the scarab. A hobo picks it up off the ground, and then uh, Ethan Hawke comes over and says like, "Oh, I think that's mine." And then he judges him, but like the way he says it, he's like, uh, "Your sacrifice will help better humanity or whatever." But it seems like he like sucks his soul or kills him like before he really had time to judge like their soul, like we saw the, in like, the guy episode didn't one. Asked to be judged, he just wanted, Yeah, like, he just like it just looked like it just looked like a but hit, like it looked like a murder. It's, it's kind of like Riddler at the end of Batman. He, you know, he, even though it's not really like in tune with his character, they have to have the villain do evil stuff. You know, you just have to like do it. Yeah. So the wife could see it and, and be horrified and, and 
Yeah, so it's just the, the villain doing evil stuff. You know, this and what what was, what was up? So like the what do you, what do you call it? Uh, Mark and Arthur were talking over some, or I guess it was Stephen at that point, and Arthur were talking over some lentil soup and. And then the wife comes out and she's like, I've got the scarab. And then she like jumps down and then she's like, well, turn, turn, you know, use the suit, use the suit, Mark. And it's like, that was your whole plan was to run into danger with the only thing they're looking for. And then hope like this guy uh, turns into a superhero. That was like a super Lois Lane moment. She did not get the memo that that's not Mark. It's their personality. But, I don't uh, know how she missed it. He only said it a thousand times. Yeah, but uh, like at what at no. what point do you stop like saying "shut up, your mark" and then start saying like "what is happening here"? Yeah. So I mean, like I said, she didn't really leave a big impression on me. And the thing is, like, she, I think she's a character created just for the show. Like, I think his his girlfriend in the comics is called uh, Marlene, and she's basically she was at the dick site where they were excavating the Conchu statue. So I thought it's very strange that she's not even in the show and they just created this own character, this new character. Um, I probably would care more if it was the character from the comics, but you know, they pretty much could have called her Marlene and it would have been, you know, would have been fine, but I don't know why they decided to just, you know, just maybe she's character. coming in the future then. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing like in the next episode, they'll do a flashback of when Mark was killed. Hopefully they'll bring uh, Bushman in. Uh, but the whole movie bring, um, I think Marlene and her dad were also there, and Frenchie also. So it seems like very strange, like almost like none of the Moon um, Knight supporting cast has shown up, except Crawley, which is sort of like a, uh, a half-assed attempt. You know, why would Crawley be in London? He's supposed to be in New York City. He's a hobo in New York City. I don't know why he's a human statue in London. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, besides that little nitpicking stuff, um, this was a good episode. Um, Definitely, the uh, the fight scene between the jackal and the Mister Knight was partially enjoyable. Like we finally got to see him in the costumes. So was like, yes, finally. But I like that, um, you know. Uh, so in that form, he's called Mister Knight. Yeah, yeah basically. with that with yeah. the suit on, the, with the tuxedo. But it's it's, t- it's still technically the Stephen persona. It's just like he he's, he partially has the powers of the Moon Knight, but it's still Stephen, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, they told me to put on a suit, and that's what he. So I put on the suit. What are we wearing here? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, because that, that makes a good point. He doesn't know what the traditional yeah he garb never of Conchu looks like. He, bas- he basically blacks out when he sees it. So. Yeah, so I mean, that makes perfect sense. I thought it was really clever. I thought that was fan service done well. Yeah, he didn't know what they were talking about. All right, bring out the suit. And how good what? those glowing eyes look. Oh, yeah. I... That's in like some uh, Deadpool vibes from him just with the mask and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, I can see that completely. I'm what do you think about? Forward... No, go ahead, Force. Oh, I'm just looking forward to the next episode because I think it's going to be like Mark now, which I think is, you know, what it should have been like. It should have started off with Mark and then maybe like, you know, later on establish the alter, alternate personalities. But I really, you know, I would prefer to just like start off with like Mark as the mercenary being killed, being resurrected by Khonshu and so like just doing like this jumping ahead uh, and like showing a different personality. Um, but. I, I give him points for trying to be different, but I would prefer like a more straightforward origin story because I don't think they should do his origin in the third episode. They should like probably done in the first one, but that's just me. Yeah, he is back in Egypt as we find out at the end of the episode. Now, Tim Foyle hat theory here. I've got a theory. I'm not sure if I mentioned on the podcast before, but like every one of these different personas has a different hairstyle. 
and the you know the Oscar Isaac we see at the end of episode two has a distinctly different hair than Steven and Mark. Now he also looks like he's pissed drunk, so it might just be that. But is this a third uh, identity it we could, might be? It could be glimpsing? Jake Lockley, but I would prefer they introduce Jake Lockley when he's in New York, if he's ever in season New York. two. I'm guessing. I'm guessing they're saying Jake Lockley for season two, but I mean it could have easily been Mark Spector. I could be wrong, but my understanding was that. Um, it was Mark, but you know, it could be Jake. So I would be, you know, shocked if it was Jake. But I just think, you know, I understand why Stephen has an English accent. They want to differentiate the personalities more. So I'm guessing maybe they'll just give him like a rough Brooklyn or thick Brooklyn accent when he's Jake because he's like a cab driver in New York City. So, um, you know, we'll just see. But I, I would prefer if, like, you know, he was in America. And he was like a cab driver as Jake, and he was like a millionaire as Stephen. Um, you know, so, but like I said, uh, we'll just see. Um, and from what else, what else happened in this episode? I guess we should go over like the locker scene. That's where like he goes in and he finds all the, the money. Apparently, you can sleep in your storage unit. Yeah, maybe that's uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure storage <laughs> he's got a bed and everything like, in there. That, that was like bigger than like my apartment, that storage unit. So. That was a that was a very big storage unit. That was very um, unbelievable. The QR opinion. code at the, on his storage unit, you can scan it and it'll take you to the digital um comic for uh Werewolf by Midnight, uh, the show. one where he uh debuts and it's pretty cool webs what, what comics that 34 yeah, 27 i think, you, I I think there was another qr code and i was watching a breakdown there's a qr code in the first episode but i missed them yeah sure. it might have been it's the first episode interesting easter egg a very futuristic easter egg, or very modern easter egg um yeah it's yeah, like so when he's opening like, the door there's a qr code on the door it's just like uh you can't live your storage unit for one and be like you know that storage unit is bigger than like most apartments in london which is like probably the most one of the most expensive places to live in the world, like along with New York City and Tokyo. I mean, did you see that bag full of money? <laughs> yeah, it's true. But couldn't he just afford a regular apartment then? I feel like that takes guys, too much paper. That takes too much paperwork. And how about the uh, how easy it was to find that place when he obviously didn't even know his own last name? I mean, he said he went to six ones oh, yeah, first. Oh I saw you. Oh, I never forget I the face. face. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's really all I remember from the episode. Um, well, we beat up, well, I think uh, we're, we're going backwards, but yeah, I think. Uh, we're hopping think, around. We're just think, a couple of guys talking about our shows. that Ethan Hawke is in, like, mess with the video footage, or is it just, like, maybe Conchu did it? So no one knows, he, no one would know he's Moon Knight. Because remember the, the video footage, they're going to the video footage, and um, they don't see any of the jackals, they don't see well she didn't see it she didn't the the wife layla didn't see the jackal uh first either she had to throw a bottle on it oh so it's sort of like hook you have to leave yeah i kind of wish they kind of wrote it so you're still curious like wait is like oscar or like is steven like crazy like because that'd be really cool for him to attack like an invisible creature but like the first minute of the battle 
like Mr. Knight is just going around punching the air. It looked like Disney ran out of money for like CGI for like yeah, five and that, that's another aspect of the of the show. I wish they sort of delved into like you know, is he crazy or is this stuff actually real? Yeah, but they're really just like no, we're gonna show you because this looks really cool. We're but gonna show he, this think... purple like disintegration into the floor, and then a jackal's gonna come out. And then that leads me to another question: Can he only summon one jackal? Apparently, yeah, like, oh, like, took like literally like one five minutes time. from to summon summon one jackal. I feel like he was True. like a D and D character, just like limited by some bullshit rules. Like he couldn't get two, like like the god couldn't give him two jackals. He just could do one. You jackal. need a twenty four hour cooldown period, You're right? Oh, I need to take a long <laughs> rest. It's these damn shoes. They're full of glass. But yeah, I mean, they, they could. I think like this show would have been more enjoyable if played with the idea that like Kanchu may or may not be real. Um, but it seems like all this Egyptian stuff is real so you know they should have um, put like the yeah the WandaVision writers on it like the, what the fuck is happening just like the first three episodes so yeah so and he also kidnaps and tortures an entire town so yeah now granted so if you if you go back to my review of episode one I was I was crying for my mama begging for a blue sky beam uh but I'm just really impressed with like how they're doing episode two and episode three looks so dope. So like well, did we, no did we complaints here. Beam? We got a purple beam when he summoned the jackal, didn't we? Yeah, we got a it wasn't it was was it a beam? It was more like a hole. It was a black hole. Oh, but okay. I'll take it. Like maybe like I'll take light it. came up, but I can't remember. It was like a week since I've seen it. So um yeah. Um I mean I'm enjoying the show. Uh, it's not, you know, amazing, but I think it's I think I'm enjoying it much more than Hawkeye. Um, I don't think it's as um, inventive or, or uh, like you know, as interesting as Loki, but I think I'm liking it, and probably not as intriguing as the early episodes of WandaVision. It's no so, Guardians of Peace, that's for sure. Yeah, so uh, Guardians of Justice. But I think this has potentially better than at least WandaVision, and maybe like on par with Loki. But we'll just see. I just um, I'm interested to see what happens, but I'm just not like really hooked. But, uh, you know, it was the Guardians of Justice. It just seems like they didn't really have a good idea what Moon Knight was. And they're just sort of like just throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall to see what works and what doesn't. They're taking like all these little things from the comics like that were probably like Mr. Knight and, you know, the the con the and, you know, different personalities. They're sort of just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. They didn't really have like like a very concrete idea of what they want to do. Uh, which but, you know, we'll which seems weird because this is like the only like Oscar Isaac's like like the only major like Marvel actor I'm aware of who just signed like a one contract deal. Like he doesn't have to come back as Moon Knight you, ever again in the future if he doesn't want to. Do you think they're gonna like replace him with the the girl? Because that's what I, said, you know. I mean, she can certainly fight, but I don't know. No. I don't think so. I think they're going to, like, keep him for some kind of, like, offshoot of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Well, I really like right? they like... doing a bunch of spinoff Avenger teams? Well, Someone's really... got to fight the Sinister Six. Yeah. Well, I'm really like that there's virtually no references to the MCU in this beyond, like, the, the standard forced Marvel humor. I don't think there's, like, been a single reference to the Avengers or, you know, anything else Marvel. Yeah, where's my Spider Monkey? reference or whatever yeah, they're, they're usually best not to Spider-Man make into this because there's still there's still a tug of war between disney and uh sony over how and 
when oh. Spider-Man. I mean, it was yeah. a tug of war until Morbius came out, and then Marvel just let go of the rope and was like, "Nope, you take all of the Marvel references out. This is a terrible movie." Well, it's just like um, you know, Morbius bomb. It's basically like Sony's just so desperate to have like their own Spider Verse, and like you know, Venom really emboldened them, like as as like disliked as that movie was it still made a lot of money so they're like oh we did it with Venom we can do it with Morbius a much well, they more did it with popular Venom character too. and now they're doing Craven, you know so it's and then Madam Web I think so it's just like they're, just like they're just like going for it full steam and it just it's gonna crash and burn because these characters are just not you know Madam Web especially I think even Craven, like no one cares about Craven unless he's fighting Spider-Man like and even like Morbius like no one cares unless he's fighting Spider-Man or Blade. So at least you have like more, you know, options. Venom, I think, has had a successful tenure in the comics as a solo character. So I think, you know, he's able to get away with it. And plus you get Carnage in the, the comics. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 best that they just like avoid mentioning Spider-Man in the near future. Um, so that's really what I have for Moon Knight. Looking forward to the next episode. Um, Are you looking forward to the next episode of Halo? Um, I mean, I guess I already have Paramount Paramount Plus for another month, so I guess I might as well. So uh, we'll get we'll we'll go over your thoughts for Halo, what you think so far, watching episode episode two, two, the one I've actually seen, and then Rob and I will kind of talk about episode three and what happens. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, so basically, um, uh, he meets his uh, friend uh, Bokeem Woodbine on the, uh, the the Belter planet. This show is like a mixture of Mandalorian Expanse and just like a few references to Halo. So it's, it's very strange. It's like definitely borrowing heavily from other better shows. Um, Dude, but... the, the station they go to looks exactly like, well, very yeah. similar to Grim Hacks in, in Starsis. <laughs> Well, it looks just people like read the Belter Station talking about of the Expanse. That. That's what made me think of it. Like, made me think that they're, they're, they're in the Expanse universe now. You know, because I've only seen the first season of the Expanse, but, like, what was the planet they were on? Uh, in, on it was, like, a giant asteroid that's in the belt. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, um, like, it reminded me of that. It's just, like, you know, yeah. sort of, like... But, I mean, you know, on. living on an asteroid, that's not, like, copyright infringement, right? That's not stealing, like, IP. Like, that's out there. Um, um, but I saw, I saw, also saw the scene. Was that the Prophet of Mercy and the Prophet of Truth, with the Prophet of Regret? Yeah, those three. I, I remember the Prophet the of Mercy, one. but isn't the Prophet of Truth supposed to be the one in charge? Why is Mercy giving me? Uh, why is Regret giving orders? It's a bit weird to me. But um, they all look alike. I don't know. They all look alike. Um, yeah. <laughs> only one elite in this episode. It's no grunts yet, uh, or hunt nope. up the jackals. So you know, they better hurry up. Um, you'll get to see, a, you'll, you'll get to see a kneecap in episode three. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they are teasing the action hard. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess the blessed one's going to go infiltrate the um, the humans next episode. Yep. And um, I mean, I'm glad she did get naked, but I don't really understand why. <laughs> I guess she had like <laughs> yeah, it with you too. Um, it I makes like, okay, a lot I'm more sense flying. after episode three. Oh, okay, she just likes being nude. I don't know. Um, was it because she was changing? 
It's, no, it's uh, because you got to show Master Chief naked, so you got to have a quality. Oh, are you talking yeah, about that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to balance out the scene? You have to have even boob to downgrade. Spoiler alert. Uh, Episode three was my wife's favorite episode of television that I uh, made her watch for the podcast. Because she saw Master Chief's butt. Uh, abs, every, everything but the total package. Everything but pipe. And if it was HBO, um, you would have seen that pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't see a Spartan laser or anything. Uh, but you saw everything you else. Didn't see his plasma pistol. No, Cortana didn't, didn't, right didn't see his plasma pistol. Cortana, yeah, that you wasn't awkward at all. Beam, or did you already say that? No, didn't say a Sentinel beam because that's not a human. Uh, see his rocket launcher. Uh, Spartan laser. Uh, <laughs> is that even in Halo Infinite? Maybe it's. It not always or his rail gun. Spartan laser just charges cool. up and then blah. Ah, his rail gun. Wait, is that a, that's not a weapon? It always Halo? Super quick. So, you know. uh, so yeah, uh, that would be a plasma pistol. Hopefully, it gets better. Um, we saw the. Other I love it. So like I've I uh, so after your um, you know. My bolding, bolding critiques on it. You know, I've, I've done some more research online, and I, I've, you know, looked at some some of the the figureheads and what they're talking about, and they're hating it because it's not the books or the deep or, or, or the video games. And I'm just like, oh, but they already have books and they already have well, video the games. The show is just dull, you know. Not, I mean, this the just, show this is just, you know not, is dull. It's more of a, a person. They're building a character right now. Like, I am falling yeah. in love with who the Master Chief is as a person right now. Like, you're seeing him And that's him the whole grow. reason he takes his helmet off. You're seeing him grow and he gets, like, that's why you see him naked without any armor. He's becoming vulnerable because he's taking the, the the motion chip out of his back. Yeah. Well, it's basically, they're just like, like I said, they're borrowing heavily from the Expanse Mandalorian and now like RoboCop, like he's starting to remember memories, but he's actually, he's a property of the government. So they, <sighs> what, well, aren't you, isn't everything borrowing from everything at some point in the Yeah, other? but it's like heavily borrowing from RoboCop at this point. You know, Master, at least Master Chief's arc. So it's just oh, like, I've never seen RoboCop, so I can't say oh, yes or no. You're yourself How in the service because that movie's amazing. You're gonna be like, wow, this is a lot like Halo. Why'd they rip off Halo? Uh, all that, you know, like the 80s. So, yeah, yeah I mean, same thing I did with Star Wars and Doom. I mean, this, this episode was like very much a filler episode, which is, I think, very strange for the second episode of the series. Um, but I mean, from what Rob says, episode three, I think it turns up the action a bit. Um, some guy was executing some other rebels, but I didn't care. So, you know, I barely, I'm surprised I remember that. So, um, Bo-Keem Woodbine was in it. Um, he was like the shock for the Spider-Man movie. And he was also in uh, Fargo season two. He's great in that, but this like, he was there. So. Yeah, he'll be there in episode three, um, which let's get into it. But first I want to pass along a message from uh, Pablo Schreiber, which he left on Instagram, um, basically saying, for all the fans rooting against the home team who hated the show before they saw it and disagree with what we're doing, I respect your opinion and I love you too. Because the truth is, we love the same thing and I will keep working my ass off each and every day to make sure this show is the best version of itself. Well, he's not the problem. The problem is no. just like the writing and the, writing. the producers and Paramount existing. But I think um, you have to you have to give it a season. You can't judge a book two chapters in. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully you Less know, than two chapters. the Witcher sort of did this with like, you know, they, they took the critiques from the first season and they sort of like um course corrected like no more like, you know, alternate timelines. Even though they had like that one bitchy line about like, oh, you're just too dumb to understand. 
you know, why don't you write your own story, you know, which I think is typical, like, go-to uh, for, like, writers who can't take criticism. Um, so, you know, hopefully... And what, you know, what, what comparison... Do, I think they've already renewed it, it, it for seems... Well, I think this is an ambitious piece because, like, so in episode three, we start off with the flashback going back to the Blessed One when she was a child and how she gets her book and, like, how she's about to kiss, like, her boy crush and then he gets killed by some some douchebag garbage workers, right? And then she gets kidnapped by or she gets taken by the elite because the illuminator goes off and it goes off when, you know, you're around poor like, no, technology. So, like, I they're building up her backstory. Like, I think... This isn't just some kind of like running gun. I think this is trying to like build like be an actual yeah. story. I feel there's more planned in the future, and and they're just kind of adding on to the characters, kind of yeah. Now to feel it out. Would I love for them to throw in like a ten minute scene where they like Master Chief has to like kill a bunch of elites every episode? Sure, that would be cool, but like that'd be really hard to write around. Yeah, uh, I'd rather I I, I want to give it the first season, and like the only reason I'm not freaking out right now is because they've already been signed on for season two so like someone yeah. at the top has seen how this plays out and it's apparently good enough for a season and two. they're well and a little spoiler well, they're, they're heading not, they're going to reach content that they're, they're going like, to be going to reach yeah you know, their, their star trek um shows are just not really universally acclaimed so you know they, they need content desperately because so i'm not surprised they they greenlit the season two that's a great point. That's a very good point. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, like I said, hopefully they, they don't start writing season two until season one's finished. They get some feedback. You know, my, my worry is that they're just going to go ahead and like shoot ahead with season two and just not, you know, listen to the, uh, the critical Peter reactions. And if they are, they, I guarantee they've already started rewriting it. Because uh, we talked about this last episode, but you know, they had over 400 and 540 drafts for season one. So, you know, they're not afraid to throw away the script and, and try over again. So, you know, Halo community, keep that feedback coming. Hopefully they can get the situation, the legal the legal uh, hurdles to get the score back. Because, like, you have the most iconic score in video game history, and you can't even use it in the show. So, you know, um, they need to, like, get that fixed, because it's not Halo without that, that music. So, sorry, not sorry. Um... The, uh, so, not Rob, just, it's not just that there's so many good like pieces from the first you know three games or have them drop in with the da, 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 da. yeah yeah da, 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 da. <laughs> it's a well, so the lawsuits over unpaid royalties i mean yeah microsoft Maybe. fucking I mean, paramount can afford it like look at those graphics the cgi you know they can you know well it was only 90 million dollars for the season i think that's like less Maybe. than that's like one lord of the rings episode coming out from uh, amazon pay them like five million and then like boom they can use the music probably like every time cortana pops up i wonder how much money they're spending but that's why they made her white because the well you haven't seen episode three yet i do like the blue tinge to her that i, yeah, I think it looks it's really like good. the it's like an animated holographic cortana but she's like full size yeah what did you think about the uh the tease of the hunters what do you think about those worms yeah oh yeah oh. when the when you see his foot in the corner yeah he's just standing there watching her <laughs> she's talking oh, but then they know, just I'm all and they just went all silly all humans. worms boom i'm so glad they didn't do that in the video games holy crap that'd be a lot harder to kill it seems uh yeah it's like flooded. fighting the flood 
Yeah, as I said, with the tentacles. Yeah, yeah, so like the hunters are, are just a bunch of it's a, a whole bunch of, of worms. worms. And so yeah, like, what we see is she boards um she so like uh, a covenant spaceship drops out of slip spa- uh, space and she calls over like the human in emergency intercoms and says like hey I'm like all alone they all left me and so she goes aboard ship uh my question is so he like takes a shuttle from the covenant ship to the UNSC ship um did they not scan for life forms on board it was just just her they had the worms not get scanned but anyway, that's not important. So like the she she comes on board. They search her. She's good. They're like humans are like, oh, come here. And then she's like, kills them. She's like searching for information on where the, they put the artifact. But and how her about that little like was useless? About that little energy sword fingernail. Dope. <laughs> where was that in the game? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that is really cool. Can't wait to get my wife a pair of those for Christmas. <laughs> well, I'll make cooking a lot easier. To, Hopefully, I'll get around to watching. To find our way out of there for next week. Hopefully, I'll watch both episodes. Both episodes I haven't seen by next week. I, I tell you, have, uh, you'll have episode four by the next podcast. I watched the first eight episodes of Venture Bros. Hey, all first eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, so you got some catching up for it. Well, uh, there's only four to two. Well, only be four. So. Yeah. Still, it seems yeah. to take well, a bit to get that. That'll carry us into the next episode of Zeitgeist Zealots. Same time, same wonderful podcast place. Well, I'm not, I won't give you a hard time if you don't want to watch Venture Brothers. I just, uh, I thought I just would just recommend it watching it if, once you finish your new episode of Halo or Moon Knight. Uh, so what do you think of the first season of Venture Brothers, or is it first season or just the first eight episodes? I watched the first eight episodes, I think the first season is like 13. Oh, okay. Um, I laughed out loud once. I uh, <laughs> overall um, was not sure why you recommended this to me, but I enjoy your recommendations, and I'm gonna give well, it a season. You watch it more for the story, not so much but play the comedy. If you're just oh, a fan okay. of like just storytelling, then yeah, I think mean, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, but if you're just expecting like you know a laugh, laugh a minute, then it does get funny. But it's just like I watch more for the story. I mean, I really okay. enjoyed what's the way you were talking about. It. I thought it was more about funny show. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Who's who plays like the the bodyguard? Rock Samson. Yeah. Whatever his name is from Lost Seinfeld. <laughs> I really, uh, I really enjoy the sound of his voice. I'll probably just I'll watch the best it all character. just because of yeah, the bodyguard's really funny. Yeah, he's uh, he's hilarious. Um, so, but yeah, keep, keep watching it. I think uh, you'll like it. I mean, I just, I think it's like probably like one of the best written series and it's an animated series. So it just gives much, um, but it's, it's interesting because like the show was like on from 2003 to 2000, I think 17 and only like seven seasons. So like, cause they only had two screen, they only had two writers for each uh, season. So I took, a, I took like two and a half years between seasons. So like they really did put a lot of. They really did put a lot of effort into like making each season like seem cohesive and building upon the last. So they, you know, okay. it's definitely worth watching its entirety. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's got like a 92% Rotten Tomatoes. Like, there's got to be a good reason for that. So I'm, I'm on yeah. board. And, uh, you know, I think I'm. What's the cool. streaming on? Uh, it's, on it's on Hulu. But or, I, think it's also I don't know back. if my Hulu's going or not. 
Um, according to Google, it's on Hulu, but you need a premium membership, but it's on HBO Max. 8.6 on IMDb, so 25,000 ratings. So, um, yeah, I definitely recommend it, but, you know, uh, I won't be mad if you don't watch it. Uh, I'll keep watching if you keep I'll watching. Check it out. So yeah, that's really something else to watch on HBO Max. Right, you gotta have something to keep you through the episodes of uh, Moon Knight and Halo and Winning Times. If you haven't seen that, it's really good on uh, HBO Max as well. You have a reason for all these subscriptions, right? I'm losing track. I'm probably like they're all gonna be like I'm all gonna have to pay them at one time next month. I'm like, where's my where's all my money? Right, it's gonna be like this is worse than my cable bill was. Yeah, if you add them all up, <laughs> it's probably close. And a lot of them have commercials anyway, you know. Because you pay their premium membership. So many they, commercials. They want to call it. Yeah, at least. Oh my uh, gosh, I had to. I ended up throwing in the extra five dollars on Paramount because God, it's just. It's not so bad. So many. There's so many. They're all like. Well, even on Paramount, they're all like two minutes long, and there's. Hulu's Six of them an episode. Like Hulu you, is the worst. Two minutes before you start watching it, it shows the intro. Then another two minutes before the show even starts. You have to wait like five minutes for you to watch the show clicked on. So it's ridiculous. So, yeah. but that's our show, everyone. Major, want to plug our social media? Absolutely, I do. Let us know what you are thinking about Halo. If you hate it, please let us know. I'm sure Forrest will appreciate the vindication. Um, <laughs> if you love it, let us know. Uh, because Rob and I love being right. Uh, and I'm sure you do as well. We can't wait to see Moon Knight uh, this week, and we can't wait to see you either. You can tweet at us at Podcast on Twitter, and join our Discord if you want to be a part of the conversation. We'll be in the link. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. All right. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. Now I'm Robbie. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.